On today's show, we examine the latest in overreactions to small town problems. All across America, people just like you and me sometimes let their emotions get the best of them. I found five news stories that will break down and have to decide if the people in the story overreacted or behaved within reason. Maybe sometimes the person flying off the handle has a legitimate point, but most of the time they do not. Also, do you seem to upset people without trying, or is that just me? I'll tell you about my latest quagmire. Plus, Liz presents a new installment of What's in the Box. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Enhance your curb appeal with Mario's Lawn Care. And by APC Pest and Termite Control, knocking them dead since 1981. Small Town Scuttlebots. Scuttlebuds, how you doing? We're here for another week of Small Town Scuttlebutt, the only, the only uh, podcast in the whole entire world. Say it with me. It's called, called Small, Small Town, Town Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. <laughs> My wife would say I'm killing the joke. I, I say I'm keeping it alive. Uh, I always tell Danny's beating a dead horse because yeah. he just likes to ride a joke until we cannot stand it. It's anymore. in our dad DNA. Yes, it totally it's is just the thing. <laughs> but regardless, we are the we, uh, we react to the overreactions of small-town problems. We record every week in the northeast corner of my basement in a room I built, and we call it the small-town scuttlebutt studio. I just got out of the shower. <laughs> my hair's still wet. I smell fresh and clean. I kept Liz waiting for me. That's Liz across the table giggling. How you doing, Liz? Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm late. No, no worries. So this, so to to break down the fourth wall, it's mm-hmm. a Monday morning here in the Scuttlebutt Studio. We've never recorded, I don't think, on a Monday morning before. So we're starting off our week mm-hmm. doing what we love, recording the podcast, and I'm hoping that we we are bringing good energy. Like this is the start of our week. Our Scuttlebuds deserve. High energy, and I hope I hope we're bringing it. <laughs> Thanks for raising that bar. I yeah. just told you I got out of the shower. I would have come down here in a towel, but <laughs> wait, I don't need that kind of energy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I'm happy to be doing the show. I do like to switch things up because I feel like uh, let's find our groove. And I've yeah. always maintained that this whole thing that we're doing, this passion project that we're trying to take to the next level, we have to be. Uh, fearless mm-hmm. with in the face of failure. Like, yes. Like, we will learn from mistakes, you know. Maybe we realize, hey, you know what? You didn't – the week just started. You came off a nice, relaxed <laughs> right. weekend. You guys are way too relaxed, you know. Like, maybe we need a couple days of things to start pissing us off. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> make, yeah, maybe we're being too positive Yeah, nothing's pissed us off yet. <laughs> actually, you know something? Uh, this show today – is about overreactions, yes. right? And so I actually did some research where I'm like, I'm going to just lean into this idea that we react to the overreactions. Mm-hmm. And I found uh, five case studies, we'll call yes. it. And I want to run them by you and get your take and we can vote and the Scuttlebuds can play at home. You guys can can listen along and go, yeah, man, that, that person's way out of line yep. or totally legit. I get it. I've been there, right? There's, there's situations that involve parents. There's situations that involve customer service, mm-hmm. all the stuff that... I think everyone at home or in the car listening can relate to. Absolutely. So I am excited about doing that, but um, I don't, I don't have that like burning thing to talk yeah. about. <laughs> like, I, mean, I have things. I always have something. Right, to talk we always about. have something to talk about. Yes. So I wanted to mention um, this past weekend or last week actually. I went with some girlfriends to. The Vance Joy concert, and Vance Joy is an Australian singer-songwriter, like indie folk, if you're familiar with that genre. Love, I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. His music just, like, makes me happy. Like, you listen to his songs, and you can't help but smile. It's just good music. And his the opener he had there was a 23-year-old 
fellow Aussie singer-songwriter named Jack Botts, B-O-T-T-S, mm-hmm. who spent the past few years basically cruising around Australia in his van busking, which is a fancy word for street performing, yeah. and did that for some time, cultivated a following, and now he's opening for Vance Joy on his American tour. And mm-hmm. as, a, as a musician and someone who thought she was going to go into the music industry, like I love stories like that. He was phenomenal. I since went down this like rabbit hole on Amazon Music of listening to him and and all of his singles that he's put out. Super talented. It was just him and a bass player on stage for like half an hour. And again, just music that makes you happy. So Scuttlebuds, check them out. Or I challenge you, go find, you know, new music to listen to. Break out of your, you know, typical whatever it is that you listen to every day and, and find something new. I'm, I actually am very familiar. I, I saw him busking at Titty Bong <laughs> or, outside, right. a, outside of Subway. <laughs> Do they have Subways? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> outside a cafe in Titty Bong, Australia. <laughs> I could hear Leslie's voice. You're killing the joke. Right. <laughs> it was funny the first time. Thanks, Leslie. That's why you're not on the show. Uh, well, that's good. That's mm-hmm. nice to to hear about new music because I yes. uh, I don't know. I'm you know I'm a uh, classic rock stations make yeah. me laugh because I mean <laughs> they're all great, but it's like oh my god, it's Cashmere. <laughs> Turn it up now. Is classic rock still considered what we consider classic rock? Are we or are we so old that now things like Pearl Jam are considered classic rock? Oh well, there's there's uh. Yes, I guess so. I don't know. But uh, there's a Sirius XM channel that markets what they're playing as cassette era classic rock. Oh, Which okay. is like when we were kids. You Led know, like Zeppelin, the, Cream, the, the, the whole well, thing. A little bit after that. Like, okay. Like Police. Oh, you okay, know, okay. Maybe Talking Heads. Mm-hmm. Like like you're, it's 1984. You've got a Walkman, a Sony Walkman. Gotcha. That, <laughs> that yellow thing in your hand. And you look cool. <laughs> yeah, anything that was in that little yep. tape player. Cassette, cassette era. Classic. I think we should get things like a rotary telephone, a Walkman, a beeper, what have you, and then have our kids come in and guess what they are and what they're used for. Yeah, and how to function. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, make a phone call. Right. <laughs> well, that's a nice enlightening story. Yeah. I have uh, a less enlightening one, of course. Perfect. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, let's just take it down a notch with right. positivity. Right. Came in too hot with my mm-hmm. positivity. Well, on the positive note, I like to volunteer and give my time and talents to entities that could use them, right? Yeah. And whether they want me, want my help or not. <laughs> They're getting it. <laughs> They're getting it. <laughs> I'm helping uh, my kid's school. He's mm. in third grade and they, they have a, a video at the end of the school year. Aw. Yeah. So. for wh- Like for what? It's just, just uh, a nostalgia. Oh, okay. I think, you know, you look at it mm-hmm. and you're like, okay. Typically, it's been like a slideshow with music yep. for 15 minutes. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to tighten it up. Also, I don't want to be all photos. I want actual video capturing moments. They do this really cool thing on Fridays. It's like dance party. Oh, yeah. Friday. Where the kids get to pick a song or oh, whatever. Oh, my God. There's there's a teacher or a teacher's aide that is at a podium with a with a macbook and she's just calling up songs and um videos damn on a big screen and the kids you know after the done mm-hmm. eating they get out there and this they're just it was great that's so cool i was thinking you know something like uh we're, we're, we've come a long way mm-hmm. because if you were a student at dame school in concord <laughs> new hampshire in 1983 this was this was absolutely egregious behavior. Right. I mean, that'd be like anarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember our principal, Mr. McNichol, had had it with hearing <sighs> the cafeteria noise from his office. Oh and he came down one Monday morning, right, at our mm-hmm. lunch period. He dressed us down and he said, look, you guys are way too loud. What are you, a bunch of kids? You know, like, oh, my God. So he's, he basically gave us an ultimatum. We are going to behave. We are going to use our inside voices. We're going to work on this for the week. And at the end of the week, I'm going to reward you with an extra 10 minutes of recess time. And we're like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. deal. Because 10 minutes of recess time. It's huge. 10 extra minutes on the tire swing. You're you're whatever. What do you you want me to do, Mr. (laughs) McNichol? So uh, fast forward to Friday. We had a good week. You know, Mr. McNichol was satisfied with Mm -hmm. our behavior. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he comes in and he wants to congratulate us and let us know that because we were quiet during our free time mm -hmm. when we should have been able to scrub some energy off, right? right? You know, and be kids and and work on our social skills instead of like being in a military school where yeah. we're like shoulder to shoulder looking at our crappy breakfast process bro food. Bro yeah. yeah. Um you know, he comes in and he says Gives us the spiel, like very proud of you guys. You know, you're gonna get blah blah blah. So and he says thank you. To which I retort oh, to no. to. <laughs> and by the way, I was using my inside voice. Was it intended for the teacher's aide behind me to hear me? I go, you're not welcome. Oh no! <laughs> she pulls me out of the lineup. Gives me up to Mr. McNichol, who I've already told you is a dick. Right. He rewards the whole cafeteria with their <gasps> lunch. With recess, their extra recess? With their ex yeah, and me, I get to sit in his office in a wooden chair for that 30 minutes. And that oh, was an awkward no. 30 minutes. Sitting across his desk, what am I doing? What, what did he talk to you? Or did, no, was he just going no. about his day and you he just says, sat there? Just, just sit there. And 30 minutes at yeah. that age must have felt like three hours. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, that's child abuse. Yes. That's fucked up. And that's like, that was an era we grew up in. Children should be seen and not heard. Yeah. You know, that is like quintessential. And you were just... I mean, you were punished. That was. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like the story of my life growing right. up. <laughs> you know, like Will Noonan was like, you know, comedy comes from like. Uh, yeah. Childhoods. Yes. I mean, I'm telling does. you, you don't want to have ADD in 1980s. No. You know, you, your parents <laughs> don't get it. Your teachers don't get right. it. No one understands what the hell's going on. So the so the dance party. I mean, that is exactly what kids that oh. age need. Like, get up, move. Kids need more movement during their day. Mm -hmm. For kids, especially, you know, Charlie's what nine, eight, eight. So yeah, for him to even just sit through like a math lesson, that's mm -hmm. a lot to ask of him. So yeah. to be able to you know give these kids a little bit of freedom, a little bit of movement, that's awesome. Yeah, I was I, so that whole backgrounder sets up the table. Mm -hmm. for, I want people to understand. How giddy with excitement and happiness I was yeah. for these kids. Like the school's nailing it. Mm -hmm. This is, it took us this long to get here, but, or maybe we've been doing this for a while, but now I have kids, This I'm seeing it for the first right. time. I was so impressed, mm -hmm. very happy for it. I was yes. so happy for it. I was like, this is a, I mean, I went to shoot video of this because mm -hmm. I had heard of it. I'm like, we got to get that. All the kids dancing and moving yeah. around. And this will be great for the video. I want to get the name of the woman, the teacher's aide, mm -hmm. who's playing the music. DJ Khaled there. Oh, it's funny you say DJ Khaled oh. because <laughs> we're on the same page. Of course. And this is a big no-no. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking I want to exchange emails with her. I, I would love to know what the playlist is because for the kids' sake, I would like to download the music that the kids are familiar with and, and relate to mm -hmm. and identify with. For the nostalgia of maybe senior year pulling out this video and going, oh, I remember yeah. that song, <laughs> you know, like, yep, like, like we would, like, Twisted Sister, right. we're not gonna take it. I haven't heard that song forever, right? <laughs> right? So that's what that was where I was thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm a very gregarious person. I'll talk to anybody, which will up your percentage or probability, I should say, of bumping into the wrong person to right. associate with, right? right. So I say to a teacher's aide, two teacher's aides were sitting up against a radiator by the window. And I say, hey, what's the DJ's name? She goes, deadpan, like a scowl, I would even say. She's not a DJ. Oh, my God. Sense of humor missing. Her name is Miss So-and-so. And she's not a DJ. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Twice, twice had to tell oh me this. Oh my God. And she has a master's degree in teaching from Wheaton College <laughs> and she's our reading specialist. She's yeah. not a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a guest in the school right. and I'm a parent and I know my role. Like, uh, I mean, you know me, I've got six sarcastic responses <laughs> in the chamber. All I need to do is just fire away and I'm going through yep. them. I'm going through them like note cards going, nope. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. And then I was left with nothing. Meanwhile, this whole time, you know the pinwheel of doom on your computer? When yes. Like, like, that's what my brain was doing. And I'm and Leslie laughs so hard when she sees me because, like, everything is on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, and I just like, my inner monologue was like, Rick, you're probably giving her that 
that befuddled like look of stupidity and you come on smile or do do something right you know? and i'm just like looking at it like with a good hard three count probably while processing mm-hmm. the 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 level of taking things literally oh my right i don't i liz i don't know how to interact with that kind of person I don't, that I is, don't that is one personality that just befuddles me i yeah. don't know what to do because uh first of all i'm a guest in your school mm-hmm. You're being rude and unprofessional. Right. I'll, I'll just call it what it is. Like yeah. you're, you're, I don't know, like what's going on. I, I mean, I understand maybe you. There's a personality difference. Maybe my reputation precedes me of the person right. who says what he wants to say about whatever. Like teachers' aides with attitude mm-hmm. problems during dance party, you know, Fridays. You know, I, I, I want. Yeah, I wonder if I had gone up to her and said the exact same thing, would the reaction mm, have been different? Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe. know. But uh, when I was teaching, and a parent came in, or a parent wanted. To, and get I treated them like royalty. Yeah. You're the parent. We're here for your kids. Right. We have a mutual interest and goal. Like And you're an involved parent, obviously. Yeah. You know, you're at the school for a reason. You're volunteering mm-hmm. in some capacity, obviously. Yeah. So And even if I didn't like the parent, I'd remind myself, you're on the clock. Right. <laughs> you're right. working. Yes. You're not at, you know, Sissy K's on a Saturday right. night. <laughs> Case. You know what a timely reference. Well, I pass it every time I'm in, in Fatal right, Hall doing the right. comedy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that place has back in the day. Oh, that place in the Hong Kong with the scorpion oh, bowls. But I digress. Could tell stories. <laughs> so, did you ever get DJ Khaled's real name? <laughs> yeah, I did, and uh, we don't have to give it out. But mm-hmm. but I went up to her after, and, uh, and you know, I, sh- I should have just gone to directly to the source. Mm-hmm. But I was just, I'm, I'm shoulder to shoulder with this make, person yeah. making conversation. Mm-hmm. Keeping it light. But I felt like saying, really? Oh, really? I'm shocked. <laughs> Do you mean to tell me that the school district is not allocating funds right. from the from There's the a- budget for professional DJ services every Friday? I don't recall voting on that at the Where, latest school committee meeting. Where's the outrage? <laughs> if, if not that, then what are we spending our money on? <laughs> God. Oh my god! And it was a Friday. Like, aren't we in a oh, good mood? Every- right, supposed to be. Man, I came into that situation full of enthusiasm. Right. I had a smile on my face, a pep in my step. I brought my video camera equipment. I'm shooting video. I'm 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 juxtaposing what the kids are getting compared mm-hmm. to what I got when I was their age, right. and I'm happy for them. Everything was just peachy keen. My son even saw me. He didn't know I was coming, Aww. right? And he came up running with an <gasps> arms open of big hug. Oh, so sweet. And then he made me a little cracker and cheese sandwich. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, just like, he still loves me. My eight-year-old boy, like, he's psyched for dad. Everything was firing on all cylinders. Mm. And then it took one teacher's assistant right, to just go, nope, no, nope, we're going to put an end to all this joy. <laughs> That's so weird. Again, I always go back to... You know, is there something going on there? Yeah. You know, yeah. so because for you to come with positive energy, obviously enjoying this moment and mm. being enthusiastic about it, to be greeted with that mm. type of flat, negative—I don't know—negative borderline negativity. I guess yeah. seems really odd. Yeah, not I normal, don't know. Right? No, not at all. Well, I want to end this on a positive note. I did three recesses. I take the video camera out on a tripod. Mm-hmm. Uh, the principal sets me up with some helpers, you know, like hmm. two or three students to go, you know, let other third graders know that Mr. Fink is here as a guest to take video for the video. Or he's not a creep that's yep. going to end up on a yep. green dot on a map somewhere. That's right. <laughs> yep. And then uh, they run off. Hey, guys, third grade. Before you knew it, oh. I told the girls, like, after the first recess and mm-hmm. the experience, because it was like Groundhog's Day, the same thing, all three periods. And I got better at managing the students and the overwhelmingness of yep. it. It's like Tom Brady walked into a football camp and all the kids just went crazy, yeah. right? I'm like, I'll be over here in the field. You bring them over here. Within a minute, kids from all 270 <laughs> degrees all around running, screaming. Oh, my God. You know, and then they get there. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Quiet Coyote, do we still do that? Are you guys, <laughs> do you guys do that still? It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's do that. Like, I don't know how oh to manage young kids. Yeah, like, no, that's, that's a, a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. And at recess where they're just like oh, yeah. ready to unleash. Yep. <laughs> but they're like, you, what are we doing? What are we doing? So mm-hmm. you do have a little 
authority there. Like, yep. So, but I, I feel like you got like 10 seconds. Oh, to, yeah. You got like, make it quick. Yes. So, like, all right, we'll do two things. One big group, group, get into a group. And on three, you guys can just, yeah, all three grades awesome or whatever, scream and, mm-hmm. and whatever, be seen. Okay. And they're like, all right. So we do that. And I'm like, all right, the next thing is, uh, does everybody want to be individually on the video? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, the best way to do this would be to make a line, shoulder to shoulder. Let's mm-hmm. make a line. And I'll come down. And when the camera's Aww. in front of you, you you make a silly face. Mm-hmm. You, you you say something. It's up to Aww. you. Now, right? were there any kids that were did not want to be on the video? Or did everybody yeah, want I to Yeah, I guess. I mean, it yeah. felt like it was okay. an overwhelmingly popular thing. But there's also some kids that, you know, Parents don't want their kids that's true. recorded stuff, yeah. so, so yep. that's already been vetted. But uh, yeah, I'd say ninety five. Awesome. Yeah, but Liz, I challenge <laughs> you to get hopped up third graders no, to, thank you. to form a line. Oh my god, <laughs> this line was constantly like, yeah. "Why is the line wrapping around me?" <laughs> I loved it. Like you said, you have a very finite period of time, yep. and the kid who's first in line versus the kid who's last in line—that kid who's first. Checked out by the time the last kid oh. gets in line. Well, the kid also got leapfrogged for first right, by six course. other kids. Like, <laughs> why is the line growing this way? Like, I said, we're starting here. Anyway, you go oh with God. it. You're like, this is the best That's we got. Awesome. Is this what we're doing? Okay, cool. Here I come. And we do the pass. And uh, very funny, very amusing to see the kids with such uh, delight in their, yeah. in their souls. I know. You know They're so, still innocent at that yes, age. They are. And like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see the video. That sounds lovely. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be nice, I hope. Anyway. So we have a what's in the box this week to share with listeners. Yes. By the way, this is just a note for like a thing. Should I get um, Brad Pitt going, what's in the box? We did that did on, on Heels. Yeah, okay. actually, I think I have the recording somewhere. Should, should we find it. Should we do, <laughs> yeah. mix a thing? What's in yeah. the box? What's in the box? Your wife's head, buddy. Yes. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> and you know what? I fucking hate Gwyneth Paltrow, and I'm glad she had oh, got her head chopped off. That's funny. Um, anywho. <laughs> We're leaving that in, yeah, actually. Yes. yes. This is good. This is good. So this week's What's in the Box, Rick, mm-hmm. is a potty putter. Oh. And I'm just going to pause there because mm-hmm. I want our listeners to visualize what they think a potty putter is. Okay. <laughs> so it we, is what you think it is. Yes, yes, <laughs> so we, we're all going. It yep. is a toilet time golf game. Now, the picture, the product picture for this is actually a a gentleman on a toilet wearing a visor, undies around his ankles, <laughs> putting. Check it out, Rick. Oh my god! And he's wearing tidy whiteies. He is. Oh, come on. He is. I mean, come on, dude. Get some boxer briefs. Right? I'm just going to read the description <laughs> yeah. of the potty putter. So this toilet time golf game that lets you practice your putting while going to the bathroom. Sure, it sounds funny, but for the golfer that just can't get enough of the game, it's the perfect item. The potty putter comes complete with a putting green made from the same professional carpet found at miniature golf courses. A cup with a flag, two golf balls, a putter, and a do not disturb door hanger. A great item for the devoted golfer and for those looking to improve their putting. Okay, now. Mm. So I don't know about you, but I'm not looking to encourage anyone in my house to spend more time on the toilet. Yeah. On the rare occasion, my children are looking for their father and they can't find him. <laughs> they say, Mom, is dad bowl camping again? Bowl camping? Yes, he is. <laughs> now, Dan doesn't golf, so this is mm-hmm. really not appropriate for him. Yeah. But if you are so addicted to golfing that you have to have a putter in your bathroom yep. to practice your putting while you're on the hopper mm-hmm. i'm just you're a shitty father <laughs> yeah. or mother yeah. i don't know whatever well let's break down who's yes. buying this thing. first of all from a marketing standpoint mm-hmm. they're selling it as the must-have for the golf enthusiast yes i would uh say that's what you're selling it as but we would definitely categorize this as a novelty completely gift. This like is, this is like what you do uh-huh. with like a secret Santa or a yankee swap type of in my mind because it's funny yep yep um it's like one of those uh yeah so it's a funny thing mm-hmm. to give your brother-in-law you know who what do you get the guy who's got it all right, right? and it's just a fun thing like mm-hmm. let's get him that thing that'll be funny right and then he will legitimately try it once and go, yep, yep, okay. Mm-hmm. That was, we did that. Yep. Check the box and you move on probably. Yes. Right? 
Um, secondly, I'm not sure dads are enthusiastically like, oh, I can't wait for my next BM because I, I am sitting on a par two right now. <laughs> you know, if I don't turn on the fan, there'll be right. no, no wind resistance to, you know, to mm-hmm. combat. No, I, I, I think that the average dad goes, yeah, I don't have time for that shit. Exactly. And by the way, <laughs> that I, shit, no I, pun intended. Have, I have so much doom scrolling to catch yes. up on because that's what, we do these days on in the yes. bathroom, right? We we yep. go. I you go to the bathroom with your phone. Mm-hmm. Have you ever walked to the bathroom and then backtracked? Oh, forgot my phone. Always. And you go get the <laughs> phone. Now I can go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have to like. I'll do it anyway. But you know, I'm on back. I'm in back to back meetings all day. Mm-hmm. So like, I have to take my meeting to the bathroom with me sometimes. <laughs> I'm constantly checking to make sure I'm muted yes. just to make sure they oh don't hear the toilet flush. Liz, that is great. That is great. Yeah, I, I have no I, choice. I love that you're you're so uh, cavalier with your stories. About the bath. I mean, you know, everybody goes to the bathroom. We mm-hmm, do. I'm mm-hmm. not going to pretend I don't. And, yeah. you know, I have to take, sometimes I have to take my meetings on the hopper. <laughs> Leslie's laughed at me because I do this thing where, uh, I got my hand on the toilet handle, mm-hmm. my right hand. Yep. And I got the phone in my left hand on speaker. The person's talk. I wait for them to be talking. Gotcha. Then I extend it as far as I can toward the door. <laughs> and then I do a flush and dash. Why don't you just mute? That never crossed my mind. I just, I'm like, <laughs> That's what it's there for. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I'm just doing, it's just like a quick thing. Like, boop. I'm out. And Liz is like, are you, you did that again? I'm like, you can't wait. No. Oh my God. That's funny. But yeah, yeah, like that's, that's only like, if I see the call, I'm like, oh, that's my buddy. I, I will take this call. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this one can wait, you know, <laughs> the school. Yeah. I might, might not. <laughs> yeah. I will call them in 30 seconds. <laughs> so anywho, back to the potty putter, if you know, and this thing is readily available. This isn't just like an as seen on TV type of thing. Like yeah. you can find it really anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're looking for a good joke gag for your, you know, your next office gift exchange, Yankee swap, what have you, give it a shot. <laughs> the product imagery is mildly disturbing now. <laughs> right. And what will also be disturbing is when you're, you're doing that, that fundraiser scramble with mm. your buddies and you bring the guy that doesn't golf much, but he's got one of these things. It's like, why is he squatting on the green every time? <laughs> I don't know. He's got a unique style. I don't know. Joe, where you got... don't have to take your pants off to putt. <laughs> That's right. Put your putter away, pal. All right. Um, okay. You know, I typically don't like to talk about potty stuff, bathroom oh. stuff, but uh, sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll. Mm-hmm come out of my comfort zone yeah because that is a ridiculous item <laughs> it is it is Is there a website for it is do we want to promote this like let people it's, know it, I, I googled it you can find it on walmart you can find i mean you can find it of course anywhere. you can find that yes, at walmart you can find anything at walmart <laughs> especially that kind of lowbrow stuff <laughs> oh all right do we want to see what our listeners are up to and what Listener feedback emails. they have yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do it. it all right so this one comes to us from betty from medfield and she says She doesn't have exactly grievances per se, but a few things recently have made me chuckle. So they are all online posts to local social media. And Betty even did us the courtesy of sharing screenshots, which I appreciate because I like a good visual. Mm -hmm. She says, mainly folks overreacting to small town problems and concerning themselves with other people's business per usual. We'll add some screenshots at the end for clarification. First, and she puts this in quotes, missing cats. Not everyone has an indoor cat, so just because a cat is prowling around in your yard does not mean he or she is lost. Probably just a cat doing what cats do. No and kidding. She's totally right because I see these posts all the time on, mm-hmm. on social media. Yeah. And she screenshotted one, spotted a white cat with black marking on tail at, and then an address. My <laughs> wife went out with food but did not get close. Took off. Cat appeared young but did not have a collar. People do let their cats out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say I have a cat. Yeah. We don't let him out because he would be a snack for some coyotes. Sure. However, it is perfectly acceptable to see a cat strolling around. Absolutely. And you don't have to worry about it. If a cat is lost, trust by the end of the day, that cat's picture will be on social media with all caps, lost in the neighborhood of XYZ. But some people, do they just get, and I know they're coming from a good place, but Betty's right. Yep. 
Yep. He's right. So next, we have second thing. Stop scolding people online for dropping packages at the UPS box that are really meant for the post office. If you're really concerned, pick them up and take them to the post office. Trust me, you will not be in trouble with the mail people. Yes, I... Yes. Betty, preach. I, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what small town you happen to be living in, small town scuttlebuds, but we've got this UPS, it's like a mailbox yeah, for drop-off drop off thing, box. which is, maybe it fits like, I don't know, like, they, they, it looks like a Christmas tree with a bunch of packages around yes. it on the bottom, you know, because <laughs> it's big enough for like one medium-sized parcel, Yeah, unless you're like little tiny parcels, right? So there's a lot of bags and packages that... And a lot of them aren't UPS. Yeah. And so uh, people, I've seen this, the posts over and over again, like they're piling up. There's a lot of, this person could have just swept them away. You yeah. Know? Or maybe, maybe we're not ready to handle the UPS drop off box. I know. I mean, I mean, if it's not working out. Yeah. You know? No, it's not working out because people very cavalierly leave their packages like you said, all over the ground there mm -hmm. expecting, you know, the UPS driver to, you know dig through them and sift through and pick them up. And I, I just don't get it. I yeah. don't get it. Yep. I mean, if that thing is stuffed and you can't fit your package in, wait till the next day or take it to a UPS drop-off location. If I were to drop something off there and I saw a bunch of packages just with rain, yeah. you know, and decay and whatnot, a flag would go off. Mm -hmm. What's going on here? This does not look like a system that works. Right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It could be yeah. uh, the delivery guy doesn't show up anymore. Mm -hmm. It could be maybe these are the Do I have the right place? Am right. I? Yeah, things would go through, you know. Does this thing even fit in the box? Oh, nope. Nope. Okay. Hmm. What do I do? Where do, maybe I go somewhere else. Right. We're all intelligent people here. Yeah. I think we could problem solve that yeah, situation. So chalk that up to laziness. Completely. Okay. All right. Next, we've got Tim from Shootsbury says, I was surprised to see that the top of the page from your listen link doesn't have links to the live podcasts and a schedule. Also, no email list to join for notifications. Looking forward to hearing your show. Thank you for the constructive feedback, Tim. You are right. We do not have an email list to join for notifications. You could just send us a note on the through the grievance line saying, hey, add me to email lists for mm -hmm. any updates about the show or live shows or things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a fair point. I, all you. we have to say is uh, get on our... Get 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 up get scuttlebutt updates mm -hmm. with just a field for your email, and then we could. So let's do that. Yeah, I, I have a, a, a Zoom call <laughs> this Wednesday with the web people, so we'll do that. Let's add that to the list. I will add. I'm going to write that down right now. Yes. However, the 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 front end of that that email uh, sounds eerily like my dad when I was talking to him <laughs> the other day <laughs> on his birthday, mm -hmm. and he, he was trying to understand grasp the concept of a podcast yeah i'm like he's like so you do this every week i'm like every tuesday 5 a.m drops and he goes you guys are recording live at 5 a.m on the air well it's not on the air <laughs> we're not doing it live right and we're actually sleeping at 5 a.m on tuesday it's loaded up put it in the queue mm -hmm. so so when do you get to listen to it anytime right, anytime yeah i've got episodes from two and a half years ago dad you could listen to today, you know. Yeah. On this thing called the internet. With I platforms. Got, I had a similar interaction with my mom mm -hmm. when I said the word podcast. The eyes just glazed <laughs> over. I might as well have been talking about like quantum physics, uh -huh. and she kept asking where she could watch it. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, it's a podcast, so you don't watch it. You listen to it, and I can send you a link." And it was just what you station know. is it on? Yeah. You no, know? like not mm -hmm. a clue at all. Yeah. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. there. I think uh, there's people that just are like tied to terrestrial radio. Mm. If it's audio, it's that's her. It's mm -hmm. a dial. Yep. Yep. Nope. You okay. can listen to it anytime, folks. <laughs> so we don't need Tim. We don't need to put the schedule up. The schedule is just it's there. It's there. It's there. Yeah. Anytime you make the schedule, Tim. <laughs> not yes, us. that's how convenient this is. That's, it that's, fits into your day whenever you want it to. That's one of the perks. You know what, Tim? You can not listen to us for a month and then binge listen right. on a road trip. <laughs> All right, this one comes to us from Dave from Medfield. He says, my grievance is the concerned citizens of Medfield site. Join the club, Dave. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Their logo should be a torch and a pitchfork. <laughs> I've never posted anything, but I visit the site occasionally for the drama and for entertainment purposes. It's amusing to see the mob mentality on some issues and read comments from some people who've gone off the deep end. Some people? They've all gone off the deep end, Dave. If someone is actively posting on concerned citizens of Medfield... They've gone off the deep end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think that. Okay. So 
Anyone that lives outside of Medfield, which is most of you, mm-hmm. we only refer to Medfield because that's the name of our small town, and this is where we get our experiences, but they're shared experiences. Right. I know wherever you live and whatever small town you have, you have a version of this. We call ours the concerned citizens of Medfield, and <laughs> we've mentioned it before, affluence, high net worth homes. Mill- the, the average home in Medfield is almost a million dollars. I'm not bragging. I'm just statement of fact. And also, I remind myself of this to keep myself grounded. Right. It's not where I come from. I am not cut mm-hmm. from the same cloth as many of these people. Same. And I think that is partially why I'm sort of an outcast in this town when I speak up. Because people are like, he doesn't sound like one of these entitled people. He sounds like... <laughs> He's, he's, he's making sense. He's making too much sense. He's making fun of me. He, how dare he? Do you know who I am? Right? I'm like, I know who you are. You're an asshole. Right. You're an entitled asshole. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, folks, if you're just if you're just one of those middle class people, <laughs> I'm I'm that's we are mm-hmm. brethren, right? Uh, but wherever you come from, you've got your own thing, and right. it's it's complaining. So even when you live in a town like Medfield. And there are no concerns, believe me, people will find oh, things yes. to be concerned about, like the cats mm-hmm. and the UPS packages. Correct. And uh, yeah, everyone's got to jump in, piling yeah. on too. Yes. And it always amazes me when someone posts something on that site that that calls someone out specifically for, you know, you left your trash cans at the end of your driveway too long and they have a picture of the person's house and their address. It's like, who? first of all, get a life. (laughs) Second of all, who do you think you are? You're going to run into this person on the soccer field at Starbucks at Brothers somewhere, Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to look them in the face, and they know that you're just a complete asshole. I I just, I don't (laughs) get it. I just, I don't get it at all. When I, when I realized that, you know, going into the pandemic on the heels of a Trump presidency, everyone was burned out. They couldn't handle it. I was, I said, you know what? I'm going to Spare the town my Facebook posting. I'm, <laughs> I'm bored with it. And right. you guys aren't fun. You know, like mm-hmm. it used to be engaging. And uh, I've got some people, you know, that well-respected people in town that said, Rick, you you get people talking about the things that are actually important. You know? Right. And that was always my thing. But I, I, it was always hyperbole. And uh, I remember, I, I think when my, my last one was, um, I was grocery shopping. And this is, you know, woke culture was like this new thing. Everything, mm-hmm. everything, Liz, was racist. Yep. And I was doing the grocery shopping and I came across the packages of white American cheese. So I took a picture of it and I posted it. And I said, just because we like to put this on our burgers doesn't mean, <laughs> right? It got traction for a week. It got a lot of likes. It mm-hmm. got a lot of laughs. I put it on the concern systems. You did? I, yes, because I absolutely disrespect what that whole yeah. thing is. And so I go in and I'd be like, you guys want shit to bitch about? Let's bitch about the white American cheese. <laughs> you know? This is called, by definition, Definitionless satire. Yes. And for the most part, everyone understood that mm. and liked it. In fact, Jim James from Park Street Books, who's a big sponsor, yes. and also if you look at his store, it looks like Social Justice Warrior headquarters, right, right with all the flags and mm-hmm. the things. And he's a great friend of mine and yours. He even added to it and said, well, how, what are your feelings toward white trash bags? And I thought, oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome. trash, I love that's it. Awesome. <laughs> it was going all good and dandy until, until. A, until a 19-year-old girl um, from got back from college. And oh, yes. Out. She's also Asian, so okay. she's, you know, not white, which means all the moms in town need to run to her rescue and start mm-hmm. telling her she's so brave. Did they find a safe space for her? I don't I know. So. I don't know. But you know who needed the, the safe space even more were all the moms that piled on oh and God. came after me. They, they they silence until the 19-year-old girl. And then I, I she's like calling me racist. And I'm like, well, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Like, no. So I I don't care that about your race, your 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 gender, your age, mm-hmm. all that shit. You are coming to me on a public forum calling me racist. So I'm going to put you in your place. Right. So I did. And I was very frank about it, right? Like, you need an education on what satire yes. is. And you also need to lighten up. And you're 19. And so you're get 19. some life experience. Yeah. Then right. come back to me. Exactly. You're still in your mom's and dad's uh, health insurance. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, you haven't done shit for anyone in society. Right. Right. It's all about me. Yes. So when you contribute and do something, then, you know, you can sit at the big kid table. 
<laughs> that's kind of what I said. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very matter of factly. And that just really stirred the pot. And now all the, all the mean moms are Ugh. coming out. And she, you're so brave and you're a hero. Like, what the what? fuck? Yes. It was all, it was gloriously horrible. Oh my God. And I said to Leslie, cause I was like, this is when I was like, yeah, I'm, this is like, you guys are total losers, you know? <laughs> and, and I know you hate, Leslie hates it when I call I hate, people. I hate that. I always tell Dan, I'm like, don't use that word. It's a terrible thing to say. But does, <laughs> does he use that word? He does. You, yeah, me too. Yeah. And Leslie's like, it's so immature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's a synonym for loser? Because <laughs> I need to start using it. <laughs> These people, I made a joke mm-hmm. and I'm also like, it was twofold. So my brilliance is so layered. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm bringing satire and I'm also kind of sabotaging a shitty, right. toxic thing that divides our town. Yeah. Right. Like I am demar- I'm marginalizing this thing, mm-hmm. this Facebook group that does nothing but divide the town. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they take their sums to t- take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. They took your satirical post and made it serious. Yeah. Don't do that. That's yeah. not the intention of yeah. the post. And I have to say, we throw the word hero around very <laughs> cavalierly these days. Very cavalierly. You know who are heroes? First responders. Yeah. They're heroes. Mm-hmm. People that fight in our military. They are heroes. Doctors are heroes. I mean, give some me a them. fucking break. Some of them. Some yes. of them, you know, some, get sued for malpractice. Some of them keep me waiting too long. But. Some of them don't give you enough anesthesia to your vasectomy. That's true. <laughs> Not a hero. But someone who makes a post on social media, mm-hmm. you're not a hero. So stop. <laughs> I know. Stop. Oh, when I, when I was going, when I was giving it back to her, like, you know, mm-hmm. you, no, no, you're not going to get away with calling me racist. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, nope. Not happening. You don't do that. You crossed the line there. Yep. You are not handling this appropriately. You're acting like a child. A child. And you so, are a child. So I'm going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, oh, the moms. You're going after, uh, a, a woman who's Asian, who's who's young. And I'm like, no, no, no. you can't nope. make a blasphemous statement like that and then hide behind your age, your yep. gender, and your race. So she's allowed to call you a racist because she's an Asian teenage girl? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep, yep. Just so cool. I know where the, you know, yeah. what the rules are. Well, this is, <laughs> this is why I'm doing God's work here. I'm, 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 I'm holding my ground. Right. At Perez Martial Arts, you will become a student of one of the best instructors, my friend, Rolando Perez. Now, you've seen Karate Kid, the original one from the 80s. Who can forget that time Mr. Miyagi caught a housefly with chopsticks? I asked Sensei Perez if he could do that. Not only did he say yes, but he was actually dismissive about it. When I told him my mind was blown, he shrugged and said it's not that difficult. Imagine having that kind of focus. Do you or your child want to hang out with this guy and learn some cool skills while building confidence? Perez Martial Arts is the place to go. Visit PerezMartialArts.com. Royal Pizza is not only one of the finest pizza establishments in the Tri-County area, they are one of the best neighbors as well. When you walk into their shop, you'll see what I'm talking about. Their walls are covered with thank you letters from kids in the community whose charitable endeavors benefited from Billy and the gang. From typed up letters to crayon drawings, kids of all ages are showing their love for Royal Pizza. So next time you order takeout, call your friendly neighbors at Royal Pizza. All right, so let's let's get into the topic yes, of the, the overreactions, right? It's a thing. People overreact, right? Yep. When when you think of a name of a middle-aged woman who overacts, what's the name you think of? Karen. Karen, <laughs> right? I feel bad for all the Karens. So my have a few close friends named Karen oh. and and how are they handling this? Not well. Not well. They're probably pissed. Yeah, like, it's it's really because it's become a joke, right? Mm-hmm. And my one my one friend Karen one of my Karen friends, she's so, so super sweet, yep. doesn't like to rock the boat. So now she's like, I feel like if I need to speak up and, you know, they ask for my name and I'm like, Karen, she's like, I feel like I'm not going to be taken seriously. Like it's a joke now, you know? Oh, sure. So yeah, yep. not well. <laughs> well, there's a woman in uh, Stark County, uh, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. named Karen, and she is doing something about it. She is uh, trying to get rid of the name. She wants to change her name. She's like, I'm all set. I'm. Oh, my God. I'm... So she legally wants to change her name because yeah. of this whole Karen 
backlash. Yep, she says she's done with it. I tell people I'm one of the nice Karens. Just the fact that she said that mm-hmm. makes her sound like a sweetheart, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, her name is uh, Karen Firestone. Firestone has filed an application to legally change her first name from Karen to Cat. She'll appear in Stark County Probate Judge Dixie Parks Court on February 21 to present her case. Sometimes when you think about doing something that's bold like this and you know where to do it and how to do it, then maybe it's fate, Firestone explained. Now, my question to you is, is she overreacting? I think she is. I I think I would hope at some point this whole Karen thing fades into the background. Um, I mean, if she, if she's experienced like personal attacks because of her name, then maybe I get it. But I feel like that's an overreaction. Yeah. I'm, what do you think? Well, I feel like she can legally keep it Karen, mm-hmm. right? The IRS and yeah. uh, the government, you know, your social security card, all that stuff. It says Karen, and you can keep that between you and those entities. Yes. But as far as, like, customer service, hi, can I get a name? Yes, it's Kat. Yeah. Right? And I, I, obviously she's an adult. Everyone in her life, I'm sure, refers to her as Karen. So what is she going to do, like, send out a blast email and be like, not going by Karen anymore, just so you guys know. Please refer to me as Kat. It's like, funny, yeah. I my, don't know. My I, brother grew up as Bob. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, he got out of college and wanted a more professional name. He went with Rob. So at his wedding, you know, it's like family is calling him Bob. Yeah. All of his friends are calling him Rob. And it's just a... What I'm do you like, call him? I call him Bob. Yeah. Or dickhead. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> fuck face. <laughs> got a lot of names for my yeah. brother, Bob. All right. Here's another one. I went shopping after my workout. Judgmental Karens gave me dirty looks when they saw my outfit, but I don't care. Obviously you do, because you're writing about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A gym-positive woman shared that Karens give her weird stares when she goes shopping in her gym attire. Caitlin doesn't care, though, and continues to wear whatever she pleases. A woman has shared that she went shopping in her gym outfit, Karen gave her, uh, Karen's gave her a dirty look. Um, POV, you're in the store. At, uh, okay, no, she she had on a black, okay, let me see. Yeah, what was she wearing? She had on black patterned leggings and a baby blue sports bra. Relax, Karen, it's just a sports bra, she wrote on TikTok, adding a laughing emoji. Previously, another gym rat shared that Karen's dress code her every time she wears shorts to work out, but she won't stop. Okay, so. Who's overreacting here? Okay, so two different scenarios. I'm going to start with um, the girl that goes shopping post-gym in her workout attire. You're looking for attention. Mm -hmm. So I think that what you're wearing, leggings and a sports bra, is perfectly appropriate for the gym. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. If you're going to run errands afterward, you throw a little t-shirt, a little sweatshirt over that. Like, a baby blue sports bra... Your nipples are definitely showing. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> so that's that's someone who's looking for attention, mm-hmm. I think. Okay, that's funny. Um, the girl who is just wearing shorts yeah. at the gym, and I looked her up on, on TikTok so I could see, like, what mm-hmm. she was referring to. Yeah. Um, perfectly appropriate for the gym. Those are gym shorts. <laughs> yeah. and that's where you she's, wear them. Yeah, she's in sick shape. I don't think anyone should be giving her dirty looks at the gym for wearing gym clothing. And those shorts she's wearing, same shorts that our Medfield High School girls volleyball team wear. So yep. she was totally appropriate. And now we're talking about a location, right? Appropriate for the gym, not appropriate for grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. So just be mindful. You know what you're doing when you're yeah. leaving the house. It's funny. I have a different take uh, ah. because I feel like what the girls, let's go back to the blue, mm-hmm. the blue, um, I do feel like, yeah, you could put a cover up on, you know, yeah. throw something on. I also understand maybe it's 90 degrees out. You just get out of the gym. You're walking over to Marshall's next door or whatever to grab something. Or you're going to the grocery store to pick up that protein shake that you want or whatever. Um, you were wearing gym clothes because you were actually at the gym. As opposed to <laughs> the mom in the yoga, the yoga pants, pants who's never been in a yoga studio. <laughs> That's... Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I think there's some authenticity to the outfit. She's wearing it uh, not as a fashion statement, but she's wearing it for function. I'm always function over fashion. She just happens to be 
fashionable. She happens to wear it well, and she happens to be not in the gym at mm-hmm. the moment that you saw her. However, she is actually coming or going to that gym that you and your yoga pants probably didn't. I agree with that. However, I was prior to having all these kids, I was the girl woman at the gym that just wore a sports bra and yoga pants. Yep. Me too. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) However, I had like commuting attire too. You know what I mean? Like I always had a tank top over my sports bra or colder weather, a sweatshirt, something that Mm. I then went to the locker room, removed, did my workout, went back to the locker room, dressed appropriately and left. Yeah. It's a sports bra. It's a bra. So it is an underlayer probably. Right. You know what? My daughter under my house, I would say, hey, yeah, cover it up. Cover it up. At the end of the day. And I also would like to say if any Scuttlebuds disagree with our perspectives here, yeah. go to smalltownscuttlebutt.com and hit up the grievance line and let us know what your perspectives are. Mm-hmm. This one comes from Edina, Minnesota. We missed them on our world tour. Mm. Um, Minnesota Mike Boy loses job over silly rant. Apparently, there are some people in Edina, Minnesota that can't take a joke. According to DailyDot.com, a young man being silly on the intercom after closing time made three lady customers very upset. Upset enough that this kid lost his job for good. All right. Here, he works at a Joanne Fabrics. Oh. Okay. It's <laughs> I don't pat- know why I'm already laughing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, who shops at a Joanne Fabrics after it's closed? They still can't leave the store. Right. Right. So it's 9 o'clock. You're at Joanne Fabrics. All right. Here's his... Uh, Here's his, his thing, and uh, you tell me. Attention Kmart shoppers. <laughs> Just kidding, this isn't Kmart. The store is now closed. It is 15 minutes past our closing time, and if you're still in here, that means you're trespassing, which is a federal offense. And let me tell you, your mom's not going <laughs> to like it. Your mom is going to be very unhappy that you're still in here, so get out! <laughs> <laughs> And if you don't, I'm going to come find you. There's oh, security in this place. And I go crazy on the people who aren't allowed to be in here. I'm going to go crazy on y'all. <laughs> That's what he lost his job for? Yeah. And my, he said 15 minutes past closing. Mm-hmm. Get your asses out of the store. You're being disrespectful oh, to the abso- employee's absolutely. time. Yeah. You, oh, my you God. Don't, you don't have, you should not have been there. No. You deserve, you, you know what? He should have done worse. Yeah. Well, I liked it. He, he came in strong. He did. Kmart shoppers. Nope. You know, uh, federal offense. I like hyperbole. Yes. Right. But then he started getting like sinister and weird. I know. Like, is that like Jack Nicholson from The Shining or I something? Know, like, like, I don't know. Yeah. That's what it was like. All right. I so. don't know. I thought it was funny. Okay. And you know what? Good help is hard to find these days. They should not have fired that kid. Yeah. Well, social media is like fighting for him to get his job back. Oh, like good, yeah, good, good. Everyone's, okay. everyone's in his, his, and guess what? They're Everyone's calling those three ladies. Karen. That's right. <laughs> uh, do we have time for uh, a couple yeah, more? Got, okay. Yeah. Ex-husbands call police. Oh, ex-husband calls police after mom leaves nine-year-old home alone to go to the gym. She says he's overreacting. After the movie Home Alone, we all know, okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Her ex-husband called the police upon realizing that she had left her son. You know, I don't need to read the article. It's all right there. Basically, her thing is uh, the gym was right down the street. She was gone for 40 minutes. Kid's Mm -hmm. nine years old. She went through the protocols. He was pissed. He called the police. Where do you stand? I think that's overreacting. On whose part? I think on his part. I mean, I... I, I know this took place in the UK and apparently they don't have any laws around how, how what age it's appropriate for you to leave your child home alone. So mm-hmm. she made a judgment call, which you're allowed to do as a parent. Yep. I have three kids. I don't know at nine, I would have left them home alone for 40 minutes. Um, I think that things overseas are a little bit more liberal than we are here. They don't helicopter parent quite as much as we yeah, do. Right. But the, the dad, the ex-husband overreacted because... This is now you're getting into like custodial issues and he's involved the police and now there's like a record. And I just feel like it probably could have been handled between the two of of them. And if he's uncomfortable with that, then maybe there's some type of legal agreement they need to have in place. So she I don't know. But like getting law enforcement involved in your family's business, I think, is a big step and not the right one. Well, his role is ex-husband. Yeah. So he's got. 
He's got issues with her, right? right? Animosity. It's a bigger picture. Yeah, yep. yep. He's trying to stick it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, interesting. I was I was wondering what I wouldn't do that. But my my kids are ten and eight, and we now will do things like walk the dog. Yeah. Like yep. if one if one of us is running an errand or something, and Leslie will walk the dog mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. That's we're tiptoeing into yes. And so far, the kids have handled it very well. They actually like the responsibility. Yep. And they have not. Uh, taking advantage of their freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think baby <clears throat> steps is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. we first left the kids home, because Will's four years older than the twins. He's a freshman in high school now. We started leaving them home alone to go out to dinner like last year, but we would only go like in town. You know what I mean? And then we branched out to like a neighboring town. So I think doing the baby step thing yep. for them and for you, for, for us as parents mm-hmm. to get to that comfort level is important. I think so too. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. It's also cop related. Mom calls cops on 10-year-old son to give him a scare after learning he disrespected a teacher. A Georgia mom had a unique approach to disciplining her son after learning about him misbehaving in school. The 30-year-old mother, Chiquita Hill, was informed about her son Sean's behavior at school when his class teacher showed up at her door, telling her that he had misbehaved in class. He was rude to his peers and disrespected teachers on numerous occasions. The teacher explained that Sean was not paying attention in class. Whenever she tried to speak to the boy, he refused to show any interest. After the class, teacher tried everything. She decided to visit Hill about Sean's behavior. Do you think the teacher overreacted by paying a house call? I, I was just thinking that. It's like it's that was either my first flag. out of line or mm-hmm. if I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, like, concern like instead of just sending an email like I've gotten a number of those over the years you know does she go to the house to just say hey I'm really concerned here I'm seeing this type of behavior or was it like your son doesn't know how to sit still and pay attention I don't know like there wasn't enough information in that article for me to judge one way or the other sure but just for for the sake of entertainment let's do that anyway okay sure (laughs) I mean the fact I would be alarmed if one of my kids teachers showed up on my door so I'd be like how the fuck did you get my address and I'd be like oh right I put it on the class directory I gave it to you oh yeah I filled out 18 (laughs) forms exactly exactly uh yeah Yeah, I think that's that's a lot I was if she was there I was like well you you know, the best uh, classroom management is an engaging lesson plan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my kid was bored. Okay. Maybe- but calling the police. Talk about, like, a punishment not fitting the crime. Mm-hmm. So this kid, he was misbehaving in school, right? Yeah, yeah. So the mother's response was to call law enforcement. What happens in a few years if, God forbid, the kid gets into a fist fight at mm-hmm. school? Mm-hmm. So what? So what now? Like, You've just told the kid that his misbehaving in school justified a call to the police. That's not what the police are there for. Now this kid is not going to, and the police admitted that, oh, this was just a joke. Um, So now the kid's going to have a mistrust of the police. Not great, particularly in this climate. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just went scorched earth on your kid for misbehaving in class. When, let me tell you, he's going to get into more trouble than that at some point in his little life. So, and we had this whole conversation about ADHD before we started recording the podcast. And I'm Mm -hmm. not saying this kid has it, but like, you need to look at the bigger picture here. Like if your son is having ongoing challenges in class, there might be something more at play here and discipline is not the response. It's okay. What's going on here? How do we address what's, what's happening with you? Mm Mm-hmm. All uh, overreactions all over the place by yeah. the teacher, the mother, the police. I can't believe the police actually responded to that. What the hell else do they have going on in that town? Yeah, well, she told the Columbus Police Department that uh, she has difficulties being a single mother. And instead of rejecting mm-hmm. her idea, they decided they would assist her. So um, when they showed up, she says, Sean didn't believe me that I called the police. When they showed up at the door, that's when it hit him. It says, the officers handcuffed Sean and walked him to the police cruiser. I mean, to put cuffs on a young child? A 10-year-old. And yeah. put him in the back of a police cruiser? That has to be scarring, even knowing that it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Again, well, this it's is- Well, like, you say joke like it's a not prank. not a joke, yeah, no. no. It's, 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 they're really uh, trying to- yeah. Even though uh, it was a ruse. Yep. Yes. Like, uh, what's that show called? Scared Straight or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so they made him sit inside for five minutes in the cruiser- and then they let him out. He ran back to the house crying and shaking. That's this awful. Is, this is traumatic. This is scarring. This is, who do you call when the parent and the yeah. authority in town 
are the child abusers. Right. Right? Like the state, hey, what happened here? Yeah. Well, well, I, okay, Sean's a little dick, all right? Mm-hmm. But but we, but there's, re, like, let's, let's unpack this. Yeah. You know, let's figure this out. <laughs> uh, he apologized to the officers saying he was sorry for his actions and the officers told him to behave both at home and school. You're out of your jurisdiction on both of those, officer. Yes. Uh, and then the mom says, I was trying to get to the point across to my son. If you want to be disrespectful and you want to be rude, this is what happens when bad people do bad things. It's not against the law to be disrespectful. You're a jerk, yeah. but you didn't break any laws. Right. <laughs> she says, Sean gave me the biggest hug and said, I'll never do it again. Yeah, you will. Yeah. That's a <laughs> terrible, ten. that's a terrible story across the board. Yes. And when he gets a little bit older and realizes how bad it is. Right. He's going to have that hindsight revenge. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, overreactions right. across the board. Yeah, hey Sean, when when you start figuring things out, don't add to the overreacting. Yeah. Just just deescalate. Move on. Yeah, just move on, buddy. Sorry about it. Sorry yep. it happened to you. Mm-hmm. All right, Liz, you got to go. I got to go. Do. So let's wrap it up. So far, so good on this Monday morning. Yeah, right? I think so. I think yeah. we came out of the gate strong. Scuttlebuds, mm-hmm. let us know if you disagree. So. <laughs> As always, we're trying to get the word out. 2023 is going to be our year, Rick, right? Mm-hmm. We're taking this to the next stratosphere. Yes. So please review us on Apple Podcasts because that's how we'll get recommended and more people will find us. And hit us up, smalltownscuttlebutt.com on the grievance line. If you guys have feedback, ideas, whatever, we always love to hear from you. And we're trying our best to up our social media game. Rick's been doing a great job with his memes and posts and I got to get better at it. So follow us, uh, Small Town Scuttlebutt on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll see you guys next week. Yes, you guys. Delivering a weekly podcast takes time and money. We make the time, and we need to make the money, too. That's where our sponsors come in. If you like the show, please lend your support to the businesses that support us. Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, APC Pest and Termite Control, Mario's Lawn Care, Royal Pizza, Smear Campaign, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, and Mike Page Studios.